Hey folks, how's it going? If that's a rhetorical question, I don't expect you to answer me. If you're if you're talking to your radio right now, I can I can't help you. It's you've gone too far. But don't go any further, otherwise you might end up as an episode on this crazy show. So today we got Levi Jeans, Lake Ontario, The Lost Boys, and Shoddy Police Work. If you're thinking, great, they're going to be talking about another teen vampire movie with B-list Canadian actors wearing shoddy costumes. I wish you were right. This one doesn't have any closure, folks. So grab a drink and get ready. I'm John. And I'm Kat. Kat's not here to say her name. And this is Castagast. Hello there! <laughs> You're always yelling. Hello, everyone. We're going to Stardew Valley to fuck with some shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that's uh, dangerously funny. <laughs> that guy's, oh, that yes, guy, he's good. He's he, good. He's hilarious. Yeah, I like His him. Stardew videos are amazing. Yeah, they are good. Um, so a little bit of uh, housekeeping. Last week, I did mention a different video that was going to be releasing this week. However, we decided to record this story instead and do the other story I mentioned in the previous video well, next we, we, week. We can do it if you really want to. Well, we're too late now. All right. Well, we're not. We haven't even mentioned what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> well, I've got my script in All front right. of me. So. Fine. Just fucking read it. Let's do the goddamn story. Well, we need a disclaimer first. Oh, yeah. Listen. I don't know about you, but I hate assholes and shitheads and dumbasses and Democrats. And, <laughs> and uh, most of all. I hate murderers and rapists and people who make their lives easier and people who create people like that, like their shitty families. And on this show, I get very pissed off. You're passionate. I'm <laughs> I'm very passionate about my hatred of these fucking murderers and rapists. So I insult them and I make fun of them and I belittle them and I make light of the situation um, as much as I can. We don't make fun of the victims or the victims' families. Uh, but we do fucking make fun of the stupid murderers. And if that's not your game, if you just wake up every day thinking murderers and rapists are good people, and if you believe that murderers and rapists don't deserve to be offended, you're a fucking imbecile. So, go away. For the rest of you, let's do it, folks. Thanks for th- Thank you very much. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's get on with the goddamn show. Okay, everyone, and John... I really want you to listen and take in the facts that we have of this case. And at the end, I would love to hear. And I would like you guys to comment on our social media and our YouTube what you think happened with at the end of this story. Did he get all that? Did he get that question? There'll be a quiz at the end. <laughs> no, there's not a quiz. It's a, 20, just... it's a 20 mark question. We want a thesis. <laughs> I, we want a hypothesis, All we right. want a conclusion and an introduction, three paragraphs. And a bibliography. 
and a bibliography or references for those of you in college. All right. So you ready? Yeah. Okay. Holy shit. So today we're talking about a very strange unsolved missing persons case that takes place not too far from us, John. Yeah. It takes place in Pickering, Ontario. Which used to be called nose pickering so, until the uh, the French. Until the dads <laughs> came in and took their jo- jokes back. Better, better than ass pickering, Ontario, yeah. which is Chatham, Ontario. Yeah. Or Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or that's the armpit. That's, that's the armpit. arm pickering. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's knock it off. Let's not it's get off track. very similar to snot flickering, Ontario. All right, we're getting <laughs> off track. So Pickering, Ontario. What makes this case so strange is that it involves six teenage boys who vanished without a trace 27 years ago. So it was 1995, the week of March break, March 17th to be exact, when six 17 to 18-year-old boys were doing what a lot of teenagers were likely doing during March break, they were partying, drinking, smoking pot, and getting up to mischief. Mischief. <laughs> oh, man, paint the town red. Around 12.50 a.m., Jay Boyle, Michael Cummings, Daniel Higgins, Chad Smith, Robbie Rumbold, and Jamie Lefavier. Lefavier? Le- it's a it looks like a French word, like Lefabre. Lefavre. I don't know. Okay. And uh, Jam- we're sorry for Jamie's family. <laughs> yes. We don't know how to say her name. They decided that they wanted to goof around a little bit, so they left the party that they were at and headed for the East Shore Marina. Once there, Michael, Jamie, and Robbie were spotted on video surveillance at about 1.48 a.m., and a short while later, they were seen on camera taking beer out of a docked boat. This would be the last time they were seen ever again. It is believed that they stole a four-meter imitation Boston Whaler motorboat and a three-wheeled paddle boat from that marina. And another one, so from two separate marinas. And headed out for a joyride as these boats were reported missing the next day. The boys didn't return home nor make contact with any friends or family members. A few of the boys had girlfriends and they were extremely worried. All six boys were reported missing However, the police department didn't take it seriously at first, thinking the boys just continued their partying elsewhere or they're sleeping it off somewhere. However, after two days missing, the police started to investigate. 36 hours after the boys were last seen, the police headed down to the marina to see if anyone saw or heard anything the night the boys disappeared. An ear witness did say that they heard a boat around 2 or 3 a.m. on the night in question. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. An ear witness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it why is, that's so I funny. I know, I know. I, An ear is, witness. <laughs> okay, I have to redo it. Because that is, uh, <laughs> that did make me laugh too, but that's the official term for it. It is eyewitness and ear witness. So, Is there a smell witness and a touch witness? <laughs> Should we should we say this? No, or, just okay. we'll just keep going. Okay. There, there'll be enough bloopers, I'm sure, by the end. And now with the connection of the two boats reported stolen, this led police to think that the boats capsized and that the boys, being without life jackets, likely drowned. This was March in Canada, so it was suspected that hypothermia would have set in, likely paralyzing them within minutes. A massive search was now underway with thousands of volunteers across southern Ontario joining in in the search. The Durham Police also joined the Toronto Police Marine Unit, as well as the Coast Guard, 
a Hercules C-130 aircraft and a helicopter from the Air Sea Rescue Unit from the Canadian Forces Base. I feel like that entire sentence, you gotta say like a southern, like the Durham police also joined the Toronto Police Marine Unit as well as the Coast Guard, a Hercules he- C-130 <laughs> aircraft, a helicopter from Air Sea Rescue Unit at Canadian Force all Base right, Trenton. Alright, alright. <laughs> like, like, wow. We don't want our... Who, who didn't we send in? We don't want to let have our listeners forget everything I'm telling all them. Alright. Not only were the missing boys not found, but nothing was found. No clothing, no items from the boats, or the boats themselves. Or the lake. It was all gone. If the theory of them capsizing is possible, with six people on board, surely you would think there would be an item of clothing or an item from the boats to confirm this. Also, if the boats did capsize, their bodies would eventually float to the surface once decomposition sets in. Yeah. We can't even say that they were trapped under brush, boulders, or rocks because the lake was searched. And this is also Lake Ontario. We're not dealing with sharks or large marine life here that can devour six boys in 36 hours. No, Lake Ontario is mostly garbage. (laughs) It's also (laughs) stated that the lake was calm that evening. So the theory of capsizing, to me, is getting less and less convincing. Also, are the boats a red herring? There is no concrete proof that they were, in fact, the ones that stole the boats. Yes, it's possible, as they were reported missing the next day and they were seen on surveillance messing around at the marina, but with the boats never recovered, we can't definitely say that the six boys were the ones that took the boats. Why are you asking questions? (laughs) You're asking rhetorical (laughs) questions. Hey, remember there's the quiz at the end? All right. Now let's get to some of the issues that took place during the investigation. Okay. On April 10th, 1998, three years since the boys were first reported missing, two sets of human remains were pulled from the Niagara River. One set still had some clothing intact on the body. The first police report identified the clothing to be a pair of red Levi denim jeans with a size 32 waist and a 31 inseam. There was also a brown belt, black wallet, and white socks. Jay Boyles' mother noted that he was last seen wearing a pair of red Levi denim jeans. Jay's sister also said that the belt looked a lot like Jay's belt. There is a photo of Jay wearing these Levi's next to the Levi's that were received. And I have this photo here. What do you think? Well, Barbara, <laughs> I, I think uh, upon closer examination of this 1998 fucking pixelated picture. Yeah, it's a pair of red jeans he's wearing and that's a pair of red jeans right there. And it makes me wonder why red jeans? The only time <laughs> I had red, red jeans. The only time I feel like red jeans ever looked good was when Carla wore them in in the oh, first year in Cheers. Mm-hmm. She's now got, she's wearing she, a lot of green jeans. She is. She's mm-hmm. got a bit of booty though in those yeah. first few episodes. Or was it orange? I can't remember. Yeah. Before she got pregnant with Danny so, well, DeVito's kid. Like, yeah, like she's <laughs> pregnant all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jay's family requested that the Durham Police Department investigate these remains, as they were thinking this could be Jay. However, they refused, claiming the cost would be too high. So, they refused to do their job. What? What? Really? The police stated there was no way it could be Jay, as the remains were in the Niagara River, and they went missing in Lake Ontario. Though, in my opinion, we still don't know that to be the case, because... Due to no evidence being found in Lake Ontario at the time of their disappearance or to date, how can we absolutely say they went missing in Lake Ontario? Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, there was no evidence. No, of it. to just does, surveillance does, from the marina, but we don't know. Does Lake Ontario flow into I, uh, the Niagara River? I don't know. See, Would you like me to quickly Google? Yeah, let's see. So it does flow into Niagara River. The Niagara River. Niagara River. Even though they shouldn't even have to do this, the parents offered to pay for the investigation, desperate to know if this was Jay. They hired a private investigator to carry this out. And then things got even weirder. There were issues back and forth over what police department actually had the remains, what file number to use when putting in the requests for the remains, and just a bunch of ridiculous hoops that the parents shouldn't have even had to be jumping through. What is this fucking bullshit red tape? You just picture some fat cops eating honey krillers, sitting behind a fucking like plywood desk with their Tim uh, with, Hortons yeah with these old beige fucking blocky computers going Murray do you, do you know the case number I don't know the case number and they fart around a bit and they just fucking blow steam up people's asses fucking assholes I know so the private investigator eventually received a report on the remains that were found in Ni- the Niagara River and majority of it was redacted when the family finally received the physical remains, the coroner they sent them to said there was not enough evidence to put together a DNA profile on the remains and that the red denim jeans were not even red denim jeans. They were orange and a lighter style of pant. However, they denied the private investigator from even seeing the pants. What? So that's completely suspicious on top of everything else we have here. Also, are you going to say later on, like his name was written on the tag in Sharpie? No, but what I want to say is when doing my research, um, a really great uh, resource of mine was from SerialNapper.Medium.Com. So I'll put that resource in our show notes, obviously. But they pointed out a, a very obvious point that's probably overlooked is remains were found and the red Levi's were identified. That's a specific brand name. They must have seen the label, Levi. Yeah. To report them as Levi jeans. Yeah. You know, and that's, I feel like something that is very overlooked, but it's such an obvious point. Yeah. Because like, I, I, you know, I can't tell, you know, a bootlegger from a Levi from an American Eagle, you know, oh I just, God. I just don't have the eyes for it, you know. <laughs> or a buffalo jean. Buff. Buffalo jeans, yeah, exactly. So, a lot of suspicion going on here. The coroner stated that the reason it took so long was that the police had misplaced the remains. So, who's to say that these orange, air quotes, orange pants were even the ones that were originally found with the body? I I love how it's misplaced them. Yeah. It was probably some lazy fuck was like, oh, this is garbage, and tossed it in a dumpster. Yeah. The investigator was quoted saying, why the contradiction in descriptions? Who is right? Who is wrong? Are the remains recovered in 1998 the same remains viewed by the anthropologist in 2014? They won't give me access to any autopsy information. They won't give me access to viewing the evidence they have. End quote. Yeah, this is sketchy. After receiving major pressure from the family to put together a DNA profile, they eventually did reluctantly. After comparing the DNA from the remains to the umbilical cord, 
that Jay's mother still had, probably in the baby book. They said it was... What? It's, do people do that? Yeah, people... They, my mom... Oh. Not to veer off track too much. My mom doesn't have her umbilical cords, but she does have her teeth. Oh, geez. Like a collection of like the... That's fucked up. All our baby teeth. Oh, I don't know. Like, why would you do keep you rem- it? Do you... You, like, you, you sniff it in the jar. Ew. Ew. Mm, they had ravioli. No, do you remember uh, if you lost a tooth in elementary school? They You would go to the office and they would give you those little plastic treasure boxes to put them in? Did you get that in Catholic school? No, I didn't get that in Catholic <laughs> in, school. In public school... We would, if we lost a tooth at school, we just had to go down to the office and it was a little plastic and you, they have different colors, blue, yellow, red, um, little plastic treasure uh, boxes and you could put your tooth in there and snap it closed and take your tooth home to take it to the tooth fairy. That's very magical. So, <laughs> my mom has all of those just oh random things. And Yeah, let me guess, you're like fucking principal had like a teddy bear and flower <laughs> wallpaper <laughs> We did have stuffed dolphins. Oh so, my god! And once a week, we would draw from the assembly. Uh, pardon me. Once a week, we would draw from the announcements. Different classrooms that got to have these dolphins. There was dynamite, and then care fair share. So there was four dolphins. Anyways, we're off track. What What would an umbilical cord look like? Oh, probably like, like a crusty potato peel or something. Ew, like you just. I'm gonna dry it out like a rose in the middle of this book. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in wet. Well, at least we'll get. Give me. Let me get the like the the bounty paper towel. We'll wipe it off before you toss it in the Bible. <laughs> it oh looks God. like it looks like fucking beef jerky or some shit. That's what I picture. Anyway, she kept it in a pickle jar. <laughs> okay, stop. With, we with, need to, with we, some fucking onions and shit. All right, let's. She eats from it every now and again. Gives a really nice flavor. Let's get back on track here. All right, I'm sorry. So, after comparing the DNA from the remains to the umbilical cord, they said it was not a match, which I find hard to believe because the previous anthropologist said they didn't even have enough DNA to create a a profile from the remains. So, now all of a sudden they could get one strong enough to confidently say no? Yeah, that sounds bullshit. The investigator then requested to see the surveillance of the night the boys went missing, but then was told it doesn't exist. But it obviously did at one point because the families of these missing boys had seen it when they first went missing. So sadly, that brings us to today. Not anywhere closer to finding answers as to where these boys are. Where are the boats? Where did the footage go? Why was not one single item found belonging to the boys, or the boats ever recovered? Did they plan to disappear or run away? It's a mystery. It's a complete mystery. And these boats were never recovered either. Did like, these kids have, like, enemies with the police department? or I haven't... I Or any enemies that might have ties with the police department? Like, it nothing, seems like the police department are really, really hiding this or shit. Or... I'm wondering if they got into a scuffle or some sort of confrontation that night with maybe another group of kids that are the children of some of these police officers. Yeah. Like in 1995, how big of how big would Pickering, Ontario be? It's still considered a smaller I have no place. idea how big. I've never been to Pickering. Yeah. I've never really been outside of our hometown. Like <laughs> Like, I've been to London and Toronto, Mississauga. Hamilton. So that brings us to today. Nowhere any closer to finding these six missing boys. Jay Boyle, 
Michael Cummins, Daniel Higgins, Chad Smith, Robbie Rumbled, and Jamie Lafavre. You you made me go through that entire goddamn <laughs> disclaimer, and there's no killer in this fucker. Well, we what the disclaimer is for, sweetie, is that we tell true crime stories with a little bit of lighthearted conversation. Right. You're the one that takes the disclaimer way off the rails about murders and rapists. All right. Well, Maybe you should change it to that we discuss true crime with a lighthearted approach. The lighthearted approach. <laughs> what do you think, ladies a, and gentlemen? With a gentle touch. <laughs> oh, I hate when there's no closure. I know. This and this is like six 17 to 18 year old boys like there was a mix between 17 and 18 year olds they're not children that can just be like picked up off the street by a predator or you know like six decent sized boys almost men just disappear and even if there was no foul play and something did happen that resulted to them drowning or something why the runaround from the police departments yeah, I know. Like, like it's did, just... Did, did, like, the parents call one of them fat and stupid, and they just, like, decided to make it their life mission to make things difficult I, for I, them? I know. I just... I'm, I'm normally pro-police, but listening to these true crime stories really... Makes pisses you see... me off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I hate these fucking assholes. There's always people who are shitty at their jobs, especially in, you know, the public service. <laughs> yeah. No, it's <laughs> but, true. But it's, it's true. like they... It's like... Mm-hmm. shitty towards the victim uh, the families of the victims yeah. like just do your fucking job and those are the boys there yeah these weren't young kids they're not and they're not like tiny either they're they're of decent size where i feel like if they could put up a a decent fight if needed but it is very um very fishy alone with how the police handled it Beyond 1995, so when the first set of remains were found in 98 and moving forward. You know, it sounded like, despite blowing it off as missing persons at first, sounds like the 36 hours later they did put in a, a decent effort searching the lake. And but So that is the story of the Lost Boys of Pickering. So of course, uh, as we will continue to do so with any unsolved cases that we cover if there's any updates we will post them on our social media as well as update episodes and uh yeah i feel really awful for the families yes. like obviously Zero it's been closure. it's been 20 years 27 since, and yeah and but my goodness like it's got to be so horrible mm-hmm. just just like not knowing what happened is awful yeah yes and then like the the trouble that Jay Boyle's family had to go through, oh, that's, like that's so annoying. Like, yeah, like you feel so helpless. You should have the um, support of our police departments, you know. And the the fact to say no, we're not going to test these remains because the cost is too high. It really makes me wonder, because we, as we've discussed in our conversations. All the untested rape kits that sit for years. Yeah, in evidence. No kidding. How many untested remains are there? Like, could we solve missing person cases? Yeah. You know, how many sets of remains are not being tested and have just been misplaced? Air and like, quotes. And this is like, it's just like, what what would have been cheap enough to fucking get some feet on the ground and actually do something? Like, I understand it's a it's a cold case. 
But is it not still active and open? Do you still not need to do your job to solve this case? It definitely doesn't sound like laziness. Mm. Just by the way they were being so suspicious, giving these uh, the families such a runaround. Mm -hmm. And that's where we'll wrap it up. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Take care. Drink up. Bye-bye. You can check us out on YouTube at Catum Concoction. That's C-A-T-A-M-C-O-N-C-O-C-T-I-O-N. <laughs> and on Instagram at cast underscore aghast. Remember, there's a silent H. <laughs> <laughs>